0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Catch Up Podcast. It is the 16th installment of our humble little show. It is Wednesday, January 22, 2020, people. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B. Red Colvin.
1: It's Wednesday, my dudes. What's up? I'm exhausted. Yeah, me too, dude.
0: This is a special pop up show. Uh, thanks to the good old SDAs having basketball tournaments, you're down here doing what, an APM game?
1: Yeah, we have an 8 o'clock game, and then we also have a JV game like at 10 or 10 30 or something oh, like that. Oh, jeez, man. It's going to be a late night.
0: All right. I well, appreciate you coming in. Yeah, man. We're uh, doing a special pop up show here of the Weekly Catch Up podcast. So you ready to get into it? Let's do it.
1: It's the Weekly Catch Up with Carson and Brad. To talk about the week we done had. It could be sports, religion, politics. We keeping the tabs. You would think they work for Gucci. How they deep in their bag. Get your facts up. On Wednesday, we'll be counting the stats up. So turn the volume up till it's maxed up. You know the drill. So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up and chill. We back up. This is the weekly catch-up. And we're back. What's up, man?
0: <laughs> Wait, is that your line usually? <laughs>
1: uh, probably, yeah.
0: What's up, man? It is uh, our weekly catch up. Uh, I drove through the rain. Dallas is just a mess today, dude.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but it, yeah, today's just seems, it, it just seems frantic from the start.
0: Why? What's going on with you? Other than basketball tourney? And- well,
1: that that's like a huge part of it because we just have had kids like rolling around. Uh, all day so like so they've been in and out of classrooms getting ready for these games and um also let's see oh our winter break starts on friday so like tomorrow we have a half day and then we get into winter break so like all the teachers are trying to give our quizzes and tests and everything before then and we have kids in and out it's just been wild also i've been working out uh consistently for the past five days i've made wednesday my rest day, so i can uh, just chill with you and kick it <laughs> but i'm very sore um i had a very late night yesterday because i didn't get a chance to work out until after our basketball game yesterday um
0: which ended at what time
1: that game it started at eight it probably i probably got out of here by like nine fifteen, close to 9 30 and then i drove to the gym i didn't get the, to the gym until 10 um
0: that's crazy man i i was thinking about this the other day whenever you were saying that Uh, You were leaving uh, the podcast studio in Dallas and saying that this was actually like one of your early evenings that you get done with stuff because uh, other times you'll be at the gym until midnight for these games. And then I was thinking you're waking up at like 530
1: a.m., right? Yes. So what, what time is your first class? My first. So, well, we have to be here for staff meetings and worship at 745. And then our first class is at... No, sorry. We have to be here at 7.15. And our first class is at 7.45.
0: Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, I didn't feel as bad. I, I was running out the door and scheduled a an 8 a.m. with the big boss man. And um, typically, I try to get to the office between 8 and 8.20. And I'm one of those weird creepers that's sitting in this see-through pod. And <laughs> I, I turn on Sam Harris with my, my AirPods. So, yeah. I get there. I set up shop. I have this whole routine. And go get a coffee, go get a water. And then I meditate for 10 minutes just out in the open, you know? So Love it. Love it. people are passing by and they're just seeing, um, me sitting in the pod, you know, <laughs> eyes right. closed. But, um, yeah, I just a quick reflection on that, that process, the, the 10 minutes that, that Sam Harris kind of ushers you through his meditation app, it's going quicker and quicker as I get, I, I don't know if I'm getting better at, at meditating or, or what's happening there, but it used to be that the 10 minutes would really drag and now it's going a lot faster.
1: Is there like a lot of uh, stretching involved? Like are you standing up and like touching your toes or what, what kind of meditation are we doing?
0: Yeah. The thing, have you installed his app? No. Okay. That was Michael. Um, Michael I think is on that, that bandwagon with me, but um, Sam Harris has been iterating on this app. Like I'll go to meditate with it one day and it'll be all stripped down. And then the next day, it'll be like, do you want to log in using the premium features? And like, look at all this new content we have, blah, blah, blah. Um, The thing I love about Sam Harris is that he really like boils down the need to knows. So uh, part of my block with getting started with meditation in the first place was, you know, I didn't know if I was supposed to be on, you know, cross-legged on a cushion on the floor, if that was going to be uncomfortable, like what posture I needed to have. And what he really encourages is, you know, arms straight down by your side, sit upright, uh, and he prefers like a desk chair. So I'll just go and sit and like the, the pods have like these tiny little couches almost. Okay. Um, so you're bent at the knee. I'm, you know, sitting upright, hands down by my side. And uh, then when I come out of when he says, OK, the, the meditation is over. Thank you for your time. Like, here's what we just did. I start to move my digits one by one. So I'll move like each of my toes. um. Yeah. So both big toes all the way down to my little toe. And then I'll do the same with my fingers and then I'll kind of stretch out. But it's really more of like a, a mental exercise Got than anything it. for okay. me. Um, I'm not. This is one of the biggest things that I need to work on is I don't stretch like I should.
1: Dude. Yeah. Just going back to the gym um, has made me realize how inflexible I've become. <laughs> yeah. Like it and, hurts. Yeah. It's like. I I go to twist my, my body, um and then I can no I no longer have any movement. I'm like, this is it. Um it's gotten a little it's gotten a little bad, man.
0: Yeah. I, I think about it when I like I'm on my butt and I'm trying to reach over and like grab my toes or whatever. <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. going well. <laughs> nah, dude. Yeah. And I it, think back to like even even when I felt fat and like, you know, not fit in college, for instance, like I could still touch my toes, like right? The the level of mobility that you start to
1: experience like 10 years later is it's not good. Yeah, man, I've, I've collected myself a nice little belly. And uh, some slowly working that off.
0: Yeah, but and I don't mean this in a bad way, dude, but you gather fat, In the way that men should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wish that I could because you just get big and burly and brawny and I just get like all gelatinous. (laughs) Yeah. Looks like if I'm running without a shirt on, it's just it looks like jello slithering around in a bowl or something. Right,
1: That's good.
0: (laughs) So what's up, man? I brought notes this week. i did you? I've been taking notes. I've got shout outs. I've got media I want to talk to you about. Oh, man.
1: I just want to make a quick call back to last week. I was giving Justin Bieber a hard time. Um
0: Yummy. for I saw that video for
1: begging uh people to stream his uh song. Well, guess what? Did he make number one? No, he didn't. Okay, good. His ex-girlfriend also requested the same thing of her fans for her album. And guess whose album beat her album? Roddy Rich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you love to see it. His his
0: girlfriend his ex Selena
1: Selena Gomez. Okay, we have news on her as well. Did you see your yeah. Instagram DMs? Yeah, your sister hit us up. Yeah, so shout out, Meredith. Shout out. Out. She's yeah. actually
0: listening to the show, which I, I could not I believe, couldn't believe dude. it either. It's because she likes you too. If well, it were just me,
1: <laughs> Meredith knows I love her to death. Like, she's my sister as well.
0: She sent me um, a screenshot the other day of like our latest episode playing through her AirPods, and it was. Uh, Dude, our, the amount of listens that we get within the first 24-hour period have just skyrocketed because we're, our Apple subscriptions are up. And so what I'm finding is that Thursday morning for our corporate friends is like spreadsheet morning. Yeah. So, you know, Michael's getting on a plane, Meredith's <laughs> getting into a spreadsheet or plane or both. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're streaming us and that's that's awesome. But uh, she's one of those folks that I would not have expected was, was listening. She had listened to. Uh, last time i saw her or i guess a visit or two ago she had said that she'd listened to like episodes one and two i was like dude those Ooh, are the, the worst. worst ones but i was checking our analytics you know what our number one episode is six. One.
1: one. One. ouch i know <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that. i'm like we got a
0: song now son
1: <laughs> yeah. well it's, they're all listening to one and they're like this is it like they need to start with six and then we Because I think number six is whenever we had that deep discussion, that deep dive into, you know, religious beliefs and different stuff like that. I could be wrong. I mean, it was somewhere around several episodes. I feel I know. Well, yeah, but I think the very first one. um, But I wish people. Yeah, I don't know. We've improved greatly since episode one. Oh, yeah. Just in terms of
0: like the actual, you know, overall production quality, but. That's not why people are tuning in for us to self-reflect <laughs> in progress, but shout out to her because yes. she sent us a DM on Instagram right before I came over here. Um, and it was actually about Selena Gomez
1: and what was it like she's dating? Uh, she's dating a NBA player now. She had just broken up with her. You know, we also, I think talked about her, uh, that eight-year-long relationship, and we kind of talked about that towards the end of the last podcast.
0: Yeah, you were like, what's the point? Yeah. The point is to start dating a Los Angeles Laker.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so...
0: (laughs) And what did I say? I said, she's got herself some, you know, hot new squeeze, what's up? And uh, that turned out to be the
1: case, so... Well, she didn't get the number one album, so I'm glad she has something else to look forward to. Wait, that's not... We're not talking about Selena Gomez. We're talking about Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, I've been talking about Selena Gomez. Sorry, dude. I'm so confused now because maybe last week I was talking about Vanessa Hudgens, but this week I am talking about Selena Gomez.
0: Okay, last week we did not discuss Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. We were okay. talking about Vanessa Hudgens yeah, and the hate your it, relationship. Yeah. Okay,
1: I'm so dumb. That's um,
0: okay. okay, sorry. Okay, so my first. My first an parallel there wasn't working, but we did discuss Vanessa Hudgens last week. Yeah, tomato, she's, tomato, tomato. She's dating Kyle uh, Kuzma. Yes. I don't know who that is, but anyway, shout out to both of them. Hope it works out. <laughs> yeah. Best en- of luck. En-
1: enjoy your next eight years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Love is dead. Yeah.
0: So I had several reflections on last week's episode with just different things that I'd compared with and... Uh, You know, media. I was listening to uh, JRE, my favorite podcast, other than our own, Um, and he had Mike Baker on. Do you know who Mike Baker is? I have no idea. So Mike Baker was a CIA operative for 15 years, and now he does a show where he actually exposes um, the black budgets in the government. You know, Mm -hmm. $90 billion a year is appropriated for programs that you and I are not privy to. They're being carved out for You know, secret programs, blah, 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 blah. And he was actually giving Joe a recap of the latest Democratic debate. And he word for word described the interaction about Elizabeth Warren and the Bernie Sanders situation where, you know, Bernie had been rumored to say a woman can't be president to Elizabeth. And then the moderator had said... Mm -hmm. When Bernie said that,
1: <laughs> right, instead <laughs> of giving him the benefit of the doubt.
0: Well, she asked Bernie, did you say that? And he said, I absolutely did not no. say that. And then she turns to Elizabeth Warren and says, when
1: Bernie said, when Bernie
0: said that, how'd you feel? Well, Mike Baker reto- retold that story exactly the way I had. And I was like, dude, oh, man. we're such a trendsetter because that our episode came out
1: first for sure. Dude, I have an example of that, too, because the Joe Budden podcast lit Justin Bieber up two days after I did. Man, dude, we are. That's awesome. Their episode dropped on well, yeah. Their episode they record them on Fridays. We recorded on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, so you know we were first. Yeah. So they they lit him up on the yummy stuff. Yes. Okay. Any? Did they have anything additional or auxiliary to our critique?
1: Yeah, but I would completely <laughs> butcher it. So.
0: <laughs> I actually, where was I? I was out somewhere. Um, oh, I Saturday night I went to. Have you ever met our friend Kat, Catherine, the lawyer? Sounds familiar, but proceed. Okay. She uh, just bought her second home. Um, She is a go-getter. And so she had her housewarming party, shout out Kat, on Saturday night. And she had this wonderful Vivo uh, rotation going on in one of her plasmas in this beautiful North Dallas Preston Hollow home where it was a lot of beautiful people, lawyers, accountants, like very very employed crew, Um, very much enjoyed it. She had brought in like bartenders and servers to you know, cater the party and make drinks. And uh, so I saw, I was telling everybody, I was like, Hey, that's yummy. We just talked about that. But I had to tell you, there were people that I talked to on a very infrequent basis at this party (laughs) that were like coming up to me and they were like, dude, I got an idea for the podcast. And I'm like, what, how do you
1: know about that? Uh So fun. Yes, fun, fun. So again, we're grateful that all of you have been listening, and uh, we'll do our best not to toot our own horn. Yeah, man. Um,
0: I had a really nice Saturday. I felt like I connected with friends for the first time in a little while because with the new gig, I barely get to golf. It seems like, and don't get to see friends a whole lot. So Saturday, I got to do it all. I got to go golfing with my buddy Heston, which was awesome. He definitely shouted us out for all of the jokes that we've made yes. with him at his expense. He, li- you remember the episode where I was like, "Heston, will know what I mean? Yeah. He's driving down the road somewhere <laughs> like laughing right now. Literally he goes, I was l- driving down the road laughing <laughs> <laughs> hey. and he knew what I meant. So shout out to him. <laughs> so, uh, let- let's talk about some stuff. I've got some right. bullet point notes. I know you've got to go. This is a, uh, an abbreviated yeah. episode, so let's get right to it. All right, hit it. The New York Giants, Eli Manning's <laughs> out, Jason Garrett's in. Yes. When, what do you think? Um, I guess now we know. Like, seeing, seeing that he would take a job other than head coach, uh, coaching anywhere. Remember, I'd said I don't know if I see him doing
1: that. Right. And now he is. And now he is. Um. Yeah i th- I think he might work better. As, as, uh, what is he? The off, is he going to be the offensive, offensive coach? Offensive or coordinator? coordinator. Um, I think, I think he might do better at that position, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so you think a smaller piece of the responsibility yeah, pie is going to yeah, be, yeah, like for- let's, let's really like hone in, you know?
0: Well, he's got, uh, who is it? Saquon Barkley is like their big guy that everybody's right. really excited about. And are they going to be rolling forward with, uh, Daniel Jones now that I think Eli Manning retired like
1: literally like hours ago today, yeah. We're so. We break the news on this show. He's supposed to be officially announcing it on Friday, but you heard it here first.
0: You know, he did not go out the way his brother did. (laughs) And mad respect for Eli.
1: Well, he didn't have the career his brother did.
0: He won two Super Bowls. Right. Technically, he had the exact same career his brother did in certain in numerical but none of us look at him like that i know (laughs) (laughs)
1: like he's just a meme well i think it's his face
0: (laughs) (laughs) none of those uh manning brothers are particularly good looking well he just always
1: looks confused like how did i get
0: here like he looks like he might be uh I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You remember back when he got drafted? Uh, who did he? Was it the Chargers that originally drafted him? And Archie got involved, and they just put their foot down and said, he's not going to play for them. And he got traded to the Giants <laughs> yeah. immediately. And then he was lights out with them for some yeah, years. He did beat work. the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, awesome stuff. But then just really, yeah. he he's barely seen field time the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. I guess I was more talking about the recent years as well. To be honest with you, I kind of forgot about his accomplishments. Um, but that's just because I've seen him play over the past several years and like you said, it's just nothing or he's just not going out the way his brother did.
0: Well, Didn't his brother win the Super Bowl and then retire? Yes. Is that what happened? Yeah. I think that that is the way you should do it. Like, End it with a bang and that's why I feel like when i asked you about brady the other week i'm like he's gonna come back because he wants yeah although i could barely see him winning a super bowl and then being like well that's it for me you know right and he's already 45 or well, something I,
1: I, yeah uh is he he's 40 well he, i think 44. he said he wants to retire at 45 and i think he still has like two or three years to go um you
0: might fact check that i'm not i'm not actually sure but we can get into that um yeah really fun games over the weekend. I. Watched the uh, the Chiefs game against the yeah the Titans, likewise, and uh, shout out to the Titans. You know, Mike Rabel, Derrick Henry, um, amazing streak. I hope that they're around and competitive for years to come. Uh, but watching Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and just all of their people, it, it is a true privilege because to watch the Chiefs come from behind on both of their last playoff wins, man. It's just the most fun offense to watch in the NFL.
1: Yeah, um, this is the most exciting playoffs that I've watched in a long time. Um, it, I think it's just nice to have different teams. Like, typically, we're like, okay, the Patriots are going to make the Super Bowl. Who's going to play against them? But uh, it just seems like it could be anyone's game throughout the last uh, f- few rounds. So it's been a lot of fun.
0: So who you got now that we're down to two?
1: I'm thinking the Niners are going to pull it off. I'd Mm. probably rather see Kansas win, um, but I think the Niners are going to pull it off. But I feel like every team that I said is going to win has lost. So,
0: yeah. So the Chiefs are in. Thanks, Brad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'd rather see the Chiefs win personally. Yeah. Likewise. It's interesting. um, It's interesting. I always feel like the quarterbacks that come in and they have like three or four years as a backup behind somebody prolific. I'm wondering, does that affect them positively or does it stunt their growth? Like, are you better to just get thrown out there and go one in 15 like a Troy Aikman and then learn from your mistakes and come back? Because Jimmy Garoppolo uh, played behind um, Brady, actually, right. for years. right? And then uh, Rodgers, who he took mm-hmm. out, you know, played behind Favre for mm-hmm. years. Did you watch all of the... Um, all of the like background pieces that they had on Aaron Rodgers and how he had to go to community college and then he got transferred to Cal and then he went late in the draft and just all of this stuff building up this chip on his shoulder story. And then after all that, he went out and lost. so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, thanks for the
0: bio. He's another example of, uh, would you rather be an NFL quarterback that wins a super bowl in the first Six years of your career, but you then play another six or seven, and it's just like famine. Or would you rather suck for like eight years and then make it to the AFC Championship game, two of your last four years, and win two Super Bowls or something of that effect?
1: Um, the latter. Okay. I yeah. Let me go out on top. Yeah, like capitalize it and parlay. Yeah, it because into the next because move. then you know they can make a movie off that or something and be like, oh, you, all these years, all the hard work paid off. I don't want to have a movie about me winning the first game and then sucking for the rest of my legacy. Like, you know,
0: yeah. Instead of the rookie is the has been. Yeah. Dude, I'm uh, trying to get two thumbs up. Speaking of football, do you watch the Aaron Hernandez doc? I haven't yet. I've been saving it. Okay. So I watched it. this week. I
1: I mean, I've read a lot about it and obviously I know how it ends. So (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to worry about spoilers. (laughs)
0: Uh, dude he is first of all i forget how young he was like he looked like he was 38 years old from the time he was 15 years old yeah man uh he had a semi-rough upbringing in certain way like
1: yeah his dad was a wife beater and you uh, got
0: that sense through yeah. the doc like he had a, a relationship with the bottle and his temper mm-hmm. it sounded like um but was also he was also very close with Aaron, um but the interesting thing that i had forgotten i don't know if you remember this but remember how aaron hernandez is gay <laughs> yeah okay i had forgotten about that and they went and dug up everybody from yeah. his life and he was messing around so
1: with some of his little team he was
0: yeah, his he quarterback was catching <laughs> he was the tight end for his yeah. quarterback and then he also <laughs> caught balls on the field for his quarterback in the tight end position so <laughs> during
1: a game or after <laughs>
0: He was the tight end for the quarterback at all times, on and off the field. Okay, I
1: thought we were talking about the locker room.
0: (laughs) So apparently both of their fathers were known to use the derogatory F word um, Mm. and be very homophobic. And the the crazy part is that they have like his quarterback from high school who he was in a relationship with, a sexual relationship with. He and his dad are, are side by side. And he just told his dad about 24 months ago. Oh, (laughs) he didn't tell his dad until after Aaron had passed away. Ouch. So that he was gay at all. Right. 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 So uh, just really crazy. Um, They referenced this time where he'd gone to uh, maybe one of the mental health professionals within the NFL and the mental health professional had said something to the effect of, hey, you're not the first person who's come out to me as gay in, in the NFL. You're not the second. You're not the third. <laughs> You're not the fourth. <laughs> right? It's uh, it's prevalent, and they actually had other closeted gay players uh, that you know came out. and They were Super Bowl winning champs. They had a, yeah. a big offensive linebacker for uh, the Patriots that was documented in the in the flick. And anyway, highly recommend it. I enjoyed it, dude.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely be watching it. What's up with you? um not much by the way tom brady is 42
0: oh okay yeah i guess i was a little bit premature on that yeah i was watching an old oscars clip the other night um i think it somebody was uh winning best actor and it was funny because that particular year giselle tom brady's wife she was with leo and he was nominated for a category and i'm just thinking to myself like could you go out with a woman who'd gone out with Leonardo DiCaprio? Be a little intimidating. Yeah. Like in that he is the most perfect man ever. Right.
1: Yeah. I would feel pretty insecure about that one.
0: I mean, he's Tom Brady, so right. I, I don't know. I don't know. But crazy.
1: Um, all right. Uh, did you see the SpaceX uniforms? <laughs> no. Oh, no.
0: SpaceX. Oh, so that's uh, Elon's company.
1: Um yeah, SpaceX. The, it's or uh, Jeff Bezos. Well, it, it might be. I thought what's the one that uh the the one that Trump uh came up with? That's the Space Force. Maybe I meant Space Force. I wrote down SpaceX, but either way, either SpaceX or Space Force came out with camouflage uniforms (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) because extraterrestrial life is gonna be like we can't see them right yeah we're coming at you at the speed of light but we
1: can't see you (laughs) it's like oh hide behind the uh (laughs) wait
0: can't see me with all these trees and the lunar rocks
1: (laughs) yeah so
0: stupid who came out with that design Ivanka
1: I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna find out which I'm going to find out if it was SpaceX or Space Force.
0: Here's the quick uh, glossary of space space travelers. I think SpaceX is Elon, mm. Blue Origin is Bezos, and then Space Force is our government, Trump. Oh, yeah. And it's, then Peter it's, Thiel is everything else. It's <laughs>
1: the Space Force uniform. Shout okay. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense.
0: Do they have a scope of
1: work that they've also
0: developed along with these uniforms? I don't know, or? man, but... Um, you know, Trump's gotten a lot of flack go. on that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's just like the dungarees that we send people to Afghanistan in. Right. Okay. I
1: don't.
0: The headline is these Space Force uniforms look awfully familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're currently being worn by everybody that's serving the Middle East. Yeah. How weird. That is so. You know what this uniform reminds
1: me of? What's that?
0: Do you ever see these uh, YouTube videos of like stolen valor?
1: No. You know what stolen valor is? Mm, I don't think so. Explain it.
0: So if you and I were to go out tonight to like a Halloween costume store uh-huh. and we were to buy some some fatigues, for instance, oh, and, then and like, rig them up and then walk around the mall like yeah, we, yeah, or yeah. a bar, like we were um, actual and vets. And then people are- like thanking
1: us for our service mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, there was a a video that I saw recently of uh, an actual soldier that had seen somebody going into like a footlocker or something Mm. in their fatigues. And he'd seen the he'd served overseas in like Iraq and Afghanistan. And so as a, a matter of principle, he wanted to go introduce himself, say, thanks for your service. I also served. Where'd you serve? Like we're brothers. And he goes over to the guy and quickly figures out that like his stripes aren't right, like his name tag is wrong, like. If he was really a general, um, you know, in in this particular capacity, he would have also had this, you know, pen or whatever the case may be. And apparently this guy was like fielding little kids, like little boys were coming up to him being like, hey, mister, thanks for keeping us safe. And he was like, all right, kid, you know, Uncle Sam wants you to serve. And so anyway, this guy pulls his cell phone camera out and he just like rips this guy a new one he's like hey man if you were genuine and real you would have x y and z on this uniform and you don't and uh it got covered on fox news and anyway
1: that's wild
0: i just think of all the special types of people out there if you're a full-grown adult male walking around in play clothes playing playing dress up playing dress up trying to steal valor yeah screw you for sure no shade no all the shade screw you yeah
1: that's despicable.
0: I mean, not if you want to go goof on people, I'm all about it, you know, right. but that that type of thing where you're stealing valor and you're already it's such a hot topic anyway, because yeah. I don't feel like walking around in your fatigues is an instant shoe in for, I guess, actual troops. We, we've gotten to this stage of American history and, and history in the world, if you will, where Supporting the troops is not as, um, it's not 100%. Not 100% yeah. of the population does it like they used to. No. And um, now we're more prone to blame the leaders, blame the elected officials, but still support the men in uniform, the men and women in uniform. Right. They're still
1: risking their lives and fighting for our safety. Um, but not everybody's near as on board as they were uh, around 2001. You know, well, yeah. Well, you know,
0: things like that. Uh, the, about ninety nine point nine percent of the things, like nine eleven, are terrible. But the amount of camaraderie that it did um, help bring about in this country, um, the amount of people playing from the same playbook um, yeah. and the same mantra, was pretty powerful. Obviously, um, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. It's yeah. just it, it's such a polarizing. Such a polarizing time in that even in years past with like Obama and different people like this, you felt like there was still a consensus. Like if we were involved in a military strike or a military operation, both sides were in agreement. And yep. now, like with the Suleimani stuff that happened a couple of weeks ago, I can't tell who's telling the truth. I don't know no. who's the warmonger and who's the pacifist. I can't tell head yeah. from tails anymore.
1: Yeah. What if? A terrorist a, a potential terrorist attack was prevented because of that and then you go well what if we could have prevented 9-11 and did this did it did we prevent it this time around you know you have people saying that and then oh it was unnecessary and it's it's the assassination is going to start the war um, I mean w- how do you know which side to, to take or believe
0: going back to Mike Baker on JRE um, that we were just referencing he said something similar to what I had actually said last week that I wasn't actually, I said this and I was convicted of it, but I didn't know it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Things I know to be true, but can't prove. Right. Um, I had said that if World War III were to ever come about or we were to ever go to war with Russia or Iran, for instance, Iraq, um, it could be over in 30 seconds. And that's exactly what Mike Baker said. And that's coming from a, you know, 15 year vet CIA operative. Um, He said we could attack their critical infrastructure, their oil, um, all of their power grid, you know, and have it done in one night essentially. So that was, I guess, comforting everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Carson was right. Everyone rest assured. (laughs) We have lethal force at our disposal. Yeah. Dang. So be rad! Uh, you didn't prepare anything for this of episode. Of course did I did, you? man. Let's
1: talk Conor <laughs> McGregor and the Cowboy. Oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah. that was a
0: short fight,
1: <laughs> dude. I went over to uh, Alec's place. Shout out Alec McLaughlin and Gerald Golickson. We uh, got together and watched several of the fights beforehand, and then watched forty seconds of Conor beating the uh, the you know what out of uh, the Cowboy.
0: Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah. Cerrone. So he's a pretty uh, established UFC character. Like yeah. he's 28. No, or yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was undefeated. He apparently he's going to the hall of fame already had more track
1: record experience than Connor even, but right. yeah, but dude, but it, Connor just jams his shoulder into his nose four times. Do you think instantly that, broke his nose? Do you man. think he was expecting that? Like, uh, nobody's ever seen a move like that like nobody's ever seen somebody jam like being t- tangled and then jamming their shoulder into them it informed my my street <laughs> fighting
0: uh style 100 yeah. because i'm like oh i have bony <laughs> shoulders like just throw a clavicle <laughs> at somebody's nose and get it done like right. boom boom and then the kick
1: the kick and then one more shoulder and then let's let's wrap them up and call him a day let's
0: let's rope him up you know did you see his post Glass-o-will.
1: interview uh i think so what did you say
0: oh i just i love hearing him talking that irish accent you know oh, he comes yeah, in yeah. here and donald's a hell of a man you know got yeah. a lot of respect oh, for. oh yeah
1: i listened to his and he then he just started promoting like his uh he's does like does like, he a, have like a liquor or yeah, what's it called i have no idea yes you do it's a 12th
0: is it 12th irish whiskey it's something sure um it's funny how inexorably linked the bottle of spirits that you promote, you know, is to the, the interview table post fight. Cause I feel like even Dana white had his own stuff that he was out there. But the thing I love about the UFC, Michael has been encouraging me to get into this a lot. And I, I never have, but uh, have been so more recently. I love their really candid approach to these interviews. Cause like they're right. swearing. They're like, you know, when he started talking about Khabib and he was like, you know, you know, I, I want to hurt that man. I got no respect for that man. He's a bad man. You yeah, know? is that what he said? Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I get. What not you. in so many words. Um, <laughs> I
1: can't say what he said. <laughs> or in several other. We're still labeling this clean, uh, right? Uh, Twelve Irish whiskey. Twelve Irish whiskey. There
0: yeah. you go. Yeah, he's like, I haven't been able to drink this in quite some time. <laughs> I made a a promise to the fans, you know, that I, I'd be sober leading up to this event, and now I'm gonna have a couple swigs. We're gonna go party tonight with the boys, and then. Day after tomorrow, we're gonna hit the hit the ring again. Yeah, man. Uh, he he was talking about ring rest, like he hadn't fought in fifteen months since. Right.
1: Was was Mayweather?
0: No no, 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 Khabib. Yeah,
1: Khabib. Yeah, because now they're saying that him and Mayweather might fight.
0: Yeah. Um, but that would be boxing, I guess. Okay. I
1: don't know who, who would go into whose realm, but
0: can you uh use your shoulder in boxing? I don't know. Because Mike Tyson used his mouth,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got some flack for that one.
0: is there any money like who's a boxer anymore besides Mayweather that I know about It's all UFC right right
1: UFC has gotten a lot more popular It's just I, I, incredible yeah I don't watch enough about either um, I know our boy Michael is really into it. He saw me post that I was watching the fight on Instagram. And he's like, oh, man, like we got to talk about that. So if we ever have him on the show, he could definitely enlighten us more about it.
0: Yeah, I want to I want to do a, an episode with the three of us and I want to structure it kind of like the fighter and the kid at some point where we have maybe maybe like a recurring like one once every three months or whenever available, somebody could come in and do some color commentary. And yeah, then on weeks where I'm out or you're out or whatever, we'd have a stand in or something like right. that, because. I mean, this brand is bigger than either of us at this point. <laughs> I know. <that's, laughs>
1: it's its own entity.
0: Now that we're listened to in the Netherlands and Spain. Mm, and did Portugal. I see Thailand
1: or something like that? No. Oh okay. No, no I thought Thailand. I
0: did. Um Oh Japan. Oh okay. you saw Japan. Yeah. That wouldn't was actually and I counted all the states. We're in like half of the domestic states now. As opposed to the non-domestic states, <laughs> right? <laughs> like twenty-five states and then four other countries and provinces,
1: which is pretty dope. Yeah. So Kanichiwa, um, <laughs> Ola, <laughs> Diez y Cinco.
0: <laughs> that was one of our best lead-ins oh, by that far. Was wonderful. Ever. So what else? Uh, he Michael was actually at the party with me. Uh, okay. He, he was considering leaving to go watch the fight. And I'm glad I didn't go in some ways because it was only 40 seconds, and yeah, I ended up staying at the party late. It was um, so much fun.
1: I got Eminem dropping a surprise album last week. Okay. Um, he caught some flack for one of his lines. I mean, obviously, we expect him to say something that's going to shock people, but uh, he had lines. Something uh, he said something along the lines of, "I'm a I'm going to blow up." Like the bomb at Ariana Grande's concert, um, about a a year or two ago, there was a in Manchester, right, yeah, that killed several people. And so they thought that was, was that a bomb or a shooting? It was a bomb, okay. I believe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, is that a problem? Yeah, uh, insensitive.
0: You know what? One of my favorite uh, rap lyrics is from the Migos: "Is I'm more like Gaddafi, I ain't no Gandhi." <laughs> Gaddafi. <laughs> i was i'm always singing that and i'm like this is like a really bad worldview but it's catchy yeah. <laughs>
1: catchy af oh that's funny <laughs> um yeah no i i mean it just depends on how sensitive you are like obviously if you're listening to eminem you should know that he's going to say stuff that you don't agree with yeah um and he's saying it just in his rap so if you I mean, it goes back to like a discussion that that I think we've had before about comedy. Like, it depends on where your line is because comedians they're always trying to toe the line as well. Um, sometimes that goes poorly, but I don't know. It's like a it's like a throwaway line. The album overall was decent. Um,
0: I haven't even given it a peep because I don't I don't like him. Nah. I mean, I'm fine with him. I, I'm actually more down with him as like the pop culture figure that he is. But yeah, I and I loved like Slim Shady and all that yeah. back in the day. That was catchy. I was 10. Yes. But I don't enjoy his style.
1: Right. I agree. Um, he's terrible at picking beats. Like his instrumentals are just trash. Uh, he did all right on this one. But anyway, so I just thought I'd, you know, report that just because that's kind of going on in the music world. Um, Mac Miller's album came out. Loved it. Uh, his, uh, the, his final album, the one that he was working on. Uh, oh, is before. this the last one? Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> How was it? You liked it? Yeah, that's what I just said.
0: Better than Eminem? Way better. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I, I haven't peeped it yet, but did Joe Budden review it? Uh Yeah, they actually said it was really good. Okay. Yeah. Anything on Eminem?
1: Uh they kind of just uh reported that too. So Joe Budden used to be signed to Eminem's label. Like he was in Slaughterhouse. Is he a rapper too? He used to be. He's retired. Okay. Yeah, and so that's why I like listening to his podcast because he has all the ins and outs of like a lot of the rap industry. Um, but he doesn't talk about, on Eminem a lot just because everybody like views him as a hater whenever it comes to that because he's no longer in the group. He's a
0: conflict of interest. Yeah, so to speak. and so
1: he doesn't want to be labeled a hater. But and like he'll say whenever he thinks that there's a good Eminem song or stuff like that, but he tries to stay out of it. Um, Every
0: time I think about Eminem now, I just think about Chris D'elia yes. in his garage being like. <laughs> Yeah. I'm in the slammer with a whammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm,
1: I'm in a, a four Tour with a Harrison Ford and a, I'm in the floorboard.
0: <laughs> Dude, Chris D'Elia. It started with Jay Biebs just to keep this thing full circle. Like he was Justin Bieber's favorite comic. And at the roast of Justin Bieber, I feel like is when D'Elia really went more mainstream, you know, and everybody yes. gave him crap like, Oh, you're, Beebe's favorite comic you know what an idiot blah right. blah blah. but since then he got on that Eminem and m track right mm-hmm. and that whole social media exchange that blew him up a lot yeah and he's done all his podcast appearances plus his own podcast not to mention what does he have two or three specials now one or two
1: uh at, le- at least two he Man might have on three fire and Encourigible.
0: Encourigible. um and then he's acting a lot now. Yeah, and, he's and in the new, he's in
1: that show You. Have you watched that? Yes, we've discussed it on Did the we? show. Oh, okay, cool. um,
0: And I just wrapped season two. Oh, have wild.
1: You? Oh, yeah, I've been done.
0: Okay, so let's <laughs> talk about it.
1: <laughs> All right, so if you have not finished the show You, uh, you can expect spoilers.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, don't turn us off. Stream us on all the platforms we're
1: available. On. Yeah, I mean, don't hit pause. Just turn us down.
0: Make it yummy. But like, uh, check back
1: in in five minutes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen to us while you sleep. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, dude, uh, all the spoof memes that you can create out of you. Oh man, I, I just love them. It's amazing. Um, I, I think in those tra- <laughs> him peeking through the w- through the fence. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hello, you. Hello, you. Yeah. Uh, michael put me onto this crazy management consultants instagram account okay and it's literally like jokes about you know you're trying to make that last minute flight out to the client but somebody wants like slide number 43 on your deck edited Mm -hmm. and just the lingo used with like modern communication tools in the business it's so funny and they do it with pen bladgley from you right? But he'll be talking to a spreadsheet or something. Oh. But it's so applicable and funny. Like, these meme accounts are just hilarious. But uh, what's her name? Love? Yes. How obnoxious is that name?
1: I hated it. I love you, love. Love. I'm like, why do you have to always say it like that? Yeah, like, you wrote this. You could have just easily changed the name. Yeah. And then the I wolf you? I I didn't get that part. You don't remember it?
0: No, I remember it.
1: it was just so cringy to me. Uh, but why? Why did they say wolf? Because they needed to. They needed to have their own saying that separated them from everybody else. And so there was like, oh. Do you think any wolf? guy rolls
0: around like that and just thinks about true love like that many waking hours a day, and he's not murdering people? Because <laughs> I, uh, I think that you think about true love maybe more than I do, or historically. Yeah, but or I'm may, chilling. Maybe. Oh, I know. You don't think about it as much anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, I, found,
1: I found it. I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's change the subject. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't think that guys roll around thinking about you like that. But I got a bad feeling Unless about love Um, from the get. Uh, yeah. I, I okay, didn't love Beck very... until love came into the picture. And then I was like, let's go back to Beck.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Beck from season one, if you are unaware of the show, it's about this uh, guy named Joe and he turns out to be this crazy stalker. All right. Um, in the first season there was Beck and that was his interest and he stalks her, learns all of her. She, he learns her routine and her interests.
0: Steals her phone, sets up like a double virtual identity of hers where he's monitoring. Her Locks tra-
1: up like an ex, kills her therapist or something.
0: He killed her best friend, her her uh, love buddy. Um, and then he, he framed her therapist that she had an affair with. Yeah. With her body. Right. He published her book, her book that she wrote while in captivity in his cage. And it became a national bestseller. bestseller. Um, and then he goes, he basically exits New York, goes to L.A. for season two.
1: Enter Love.
0: Yeah, Enter Love. That's her name. Uh, they work at a grocery store together. Yeah. It is the bougiest job I've ever seen in that. Have you ever seen them clock in or wear an apron ever? At no, but I,
1: <laughs> but I feel like they nailed that. No, How so? I just mean? I feel like there are really pretentious, like, well, her family
0: like owns the grocery store as yeah. well. And I,
1: it's... I just I just feel like that was uh, a legitimate part of it. I didn't feel like that was cheesy. I felt like that was kind of <laughs> realistic. Wait,
0: he runs the bookshelf at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, but and never actually works. He's always just in the this gourmet kitchen eating this food you know, fun stuff and kissing her on the clock, man, what a life I know. And she's just like, my parents own this place, but he doesn't know that initially. Yeah. She's very privileged. And, uh, but 40, 40 is kind of the unheralded character loves brother.
1: And I thought that character, I thought that was a really fun character arc.
0: Yes. Yeah. The way he goes from junkie to detective and is right. Yeah. Um, when he ends up, uh, dying,
1: (laughs) <laughs> um, oh, sorry! Spoiler! Spoiler alert. Spoiler
0: alert! When he ends up dying, I was just like, "Okay, I wonder if Fincher the cop is gonna... You know, we already saw him outside Nirv- right. uh, I want to call it Nirvana because it's yeah, isn't that what it's spelled backwards? And, yeah, a Navran, a or Um, something. I'm like, he's gonna come in, he's gonna shoot him. I already see how this is gonna end. Great, yeah. great, great, great. Um, the thing I didn't understand is that they showed that uh, Hindi uh-huh. was in ten episodes, but he wasn't. Uh no. Like IMDb lists Christalia as having 10. Yeah,
1: Hindi is the name of Christalia's character uh in season 2. Um He he's only in it for 4 episodes right. before he gets
0: murked. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. You can just assume if you haven't watched the show that everybody dies except Joe. Um but I'm just we're, we'll just go ahead and spoil the end of season 2. So love turns out to be really crazy as well
0: and well she's killed before yeah and she kills again yes and is willing to kill right and then in an effort to save herself she says hey i'm carrying your satan child
1: (laughs) and so they move away (sighs) and it closes with her pregnant belly and then joe oh yeah looking through the fence he's like, and falling in love with his neighbor i'm so glad season three can i tell you how i think season three is going to end and please and would lead into season four Please. This is completely original. I haven't read this anywhere, but just my thoughts. I think Love is going to find out that he's crushing on this neighbor, and she's going to kill him and become the main character in season four. Whoa. Yes. Okay. You heard that here first. Season three is, is being written right now. Okay. So I'm, talk- I'm going as far as- uh, You sure season telling- four
0: isn't already being written? I don't know. Season three might already be in production or post-production.
1: It could be. But all I'm saying is this is an original thought. And if it happens, I'm going to assume that somebody heard this and I need to get paid.
0: Well, it'll be episode 50. But that's what I was thinking. Like, I binged the first two seasons, you know, over the course of maybe a couple weeks or a month. And then I got to thinking like, oh, season three is greenlit. Great. Like, now to wait a year, you know. Right. Will we have to wait a year or have they sped up those cycles?
1: Uh, it'll probably be a year. It was a year in between the last uh, season.
0: That's the problem with Stranger Things, House of Cards, all of these different you know, mega shows, even Bloodline, Ozark, is that you have to go watch the season prior to even remember, but you're not as invested by that point. Yeah,
1: I would agree. That's why I kind of like what Disney Plus has been doing. I mean, obviously they have a much smaller catalog, but like what they did with The Mandalorian – the star wars spinoff was um they would release uh, an episode a week like they wouldn't drop them all at the same time and so we could all stream it on the same day but just the one episode and i felt like that that was just more fun because i would go online and we we would all be talking about the same episode and um i don't know it just felt like a bigger event um if yeah, that makes sense.
0: It's interesting to watch Netflix play around with their sweet spot in terms of how they syndicate and broadcast their content. Because, um, have you caught Hassan Minaj's show? Oh, yeah. Um, I watched the first five, six episodes of mm-hmm. that, and that's a weekly, right?
1: Um, it occasionally is. Yeah.
0: I think yeah, he just I feel like it drops episodes. Yeah.
1: Um, but I really enjoyed his episode on uh, the hype beast, like Supreme and all that. I don't know if. He was we talking about, like, a lot that. of branding and stuff, which was really interesting. Who's the person behind Supreme? Uh, I don't remember his name. I'll look it up.
0: Yeah, because I feel like they had, like, a main spokesperson or something of that effect. Um, yeah.
1: Was it Nipsey? No, for sure not. What was his clothing brand? His was... uh, um, Hold on. Let me... You keep talking.
0: Okay. Yeah, um so I watched uh You has been pretty captivating. Uh, watched the Aaron Hernandez doc, watched a couple of the NFL games, or actually just the one I guess, uh over the weekend. Um I've tried to digest some podcasts in my free time, but also uh in the middle of geez, three books now. Um I'm still only one chapter into the four, which Al Muya had recommended my way. Hmm. And then give and take by Adam Grant, I believe I'm still just a chapter into that because I just was recommended uh, the Miller Hyman book, um, the the new strategic selling, and uh, that's going to be really beneficial to like my immediate you know career right now, right? In terms of you know going into these organizations and identifying the different buyer modes and you know who's my champion who's my who's my blocker who's whatever yeah um so i'm i'm really enjoying that book so far i just started it um, nice. just got it over the weekend via amazon dude i had my first amazon package ever stolen or oh. or something like normally i'll get my k cups delivered my books delivered all sorts of things and never have a problem but um my mom hit me up uh i got my first IRL gift based off of podcast. Um, Really? Yeah. So you remember our granola bar conversation? Yeah. So I get a text from my mom this last weekend maybe, and she said, hey, I I have a notification saying that your package got delivered yesterday at 1 p.m. Have you gotten anything? And I said, no. What'd you send? And she said, I-, I bought you a whole box of peanut butter and chocolate kind bars because I don't Ooh. want you to have to walk to the grocery store every day.
1: Shout out Mama
0: Gibbons. And I was like, oh, it's so sweet. And it definitely got stolen. But Dang. apparently Amazon refunded it. Um, no questions asked, wow. which I didn't know that that was part of their, you know, bid for global domination. Is yeah, I think I had the some theft. kind bars gone
1: go missing, too.
0: So update on granola bars. I tried the RX bar for okay. the first time today. Have you seen these?
1: Uh, I've seen them. I haven't tried them.
0: Okay. So I, I read up on it because it was my first time to see them, but I was struck by the packaging. Yeah. So it's called the RX bar and the packaging literally says like three egg whites. Um, what does it say? Three egg whites. Um, um, shoot. I have a picture of it that I took.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: um, just they- to, while you're looking up that Supreme, the owner is... Uh, Whoa, was this, oh, no, James Jebbia All I don't right. know who that is and hustle, I'm pretty sure he does like marathon clothing I think that was the name of it that's right
0: okay yeah. Okay. so going back to the packaging uh, RX bar 3 egg whites 14 peanuts 2 dates no BS it, it's really interesting because this started as a, a basement brand mm-hmm. where they were taking this bar around to various um, like uh, CrossFit and gym uh, workshop type places and uh, trying to just sell them on consignment and whenever they got into the uh, what do they call it the appetite appeal you know where you got to put it in red packaging come up with a sexy name you know hide the nutrition facts they were like nope we're going to put the ingredients the raw ingredients on the front love that and then just say no BS so I was looking up this uh, company's history they just sold for 600 million dollars whoa yeah (laughs) Um, but I'm telling you, I ate this, it was just a tiny little bar, but it had 12 grams of protein, I think 210 calories. And I'm thinking like, this is the equivalent of eating three egg whites, 14 peanuts and two dates. And like for a pick me up, you couldn't do better than that. And this thing was heavy. Like I ate this thing and I was like, goodness gracious. (laughs)
1: Okay. I'll have to look into that. I'm still eating my IQ bars. Um, and I'm still happy with those. The, you know, last week I was kind of talking about how I'd get the hunger headaches. Those have kind of subsided. So, um, I'm slow, I'm slowly shrinking my appetite and not eating like three bags of hot Cheetos a day.
0: And, uh, <laughs> was that something that was happening?
1: I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was always really dude, bad I'm with Doritos. Dude. Yeah.
0: Um, calm down. We got 10 minutes.
1: No, I got a notification, man. Oh, you're
0: fine. you get texts on your watch. I haven't gotten one of those specifically due to that just because well, I I mean, get,
1: you can put it on uh, Do Not Disturb. I just forgot to on my watch.
0: Just the concept that it could, you know, a notification could come through.
1: For me, it's nice because, like, since I'm teaching, I, I don't want my phone on me. But if there's like an emergency text or call, like I can look at my phone real quick and continue teaching. So it just become nice with that. I want to go back real quick to your, uh, your workout
0: stuff. So are you doing Insanity? Um, I was,
1: but now I've been going to the gym. Um, you see this pole right here. That's yeah. a 20-pound a uh, pole that I do curls with. And then I have those dumbbells down there that I do during some of my breaks. Um,
0: so what are we going for? Like inches off the waistline lost? Yeah. Weight? Weight? Muscle mass? Like what are you trying um, to do?
1: Bigger arms, uh, more endurance, and losing my gut.
0: Bigger arms, more endurance, and losing your gut. Yeah, and
1: by more endurance, like working out my legs and, and just being able to go long distances without like feeling like I'm going to collapse.
0: Go long, go hard, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Is it going well? Yeah, man. You Still throwing up after nah, you, I've been you're, good. you're not doing insanity.
1: Um, I I'll start doing that again once basketball season's over, but it's just gotten too crazy. Um, I still have my LA fitness membership that I had from whenever I was in Maryland and I can go to any gym. Um, so, I like working out for a bit and then hitting the sauna and like just sweating and like warming up my body and then going to work out a little bit more and then going to the sauna and kind of rotating. So I've really just enjoyed doing that. Um, Technically, like on the scale, it shows that I've lost about 10 pounds. Oh, wow. Um, Congrats, dude. I'm going to attribute some of that to water weight. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, like it's 10 hard pounds. But um, on the scale, it shows 10. Water weight is everything. I mean, yeah, you yeah talk yeah. about UFC and well, I mean, weight because they like a lot of times, like if you just hit up the sauna, like you'll sweat it all out, and then it's like, oh, you lost weight, but not really. Um, if if that makes sense, like I f- I feel like I've lost like five pounds of fat, maybe, and like ten overall. Huh? What about? I don't know. I don't know enough about health <laughs> or <laughs> or weight loss to to, but. I, <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like I lost like 10 whole pounds of fat uh, within the short amount of times that I've been working out, but that's what the scale's reflecting.
0: Talk to me about mental clarity, depression, happiness. Dude, any I'm feeling
1: so much better um, just within. I've been working out so consistently, probably the past three weeks. Um, but I've really like hit the gym the past five days. Hmm. And um, man, I've been I've probably fallen asleep later. But I wake up less groggy. Okay. So I was gonna ask
0: like, what is your metric? Because one of mine is like upon waking, how quickly until we get to peak performance, you know like yeah, how long until we cut through the fog of you know the sleep or whatever? And yeah. it's amazing how, and I want your reflection on this because if you're going to bed at midnight, Many weeknights and not you know yeah. waking up at like five thirty a m type deal mm-hmm. that's not a lot of sleep, no, and I can tell you from personal experience the difference between me going to bed at eleven and ten is night and, day, yeah. night and day night and day even even ten fifteen versus ten forty five
1: yeah um for me j- like I just haven't been putting as much crap into my body like i I've, I've kind of been skipping on the burgers and all of that, and so I think that's kind of help balance because, you know, if I have basketball games until 9, 10 PM and I haven't had dinner yet, then I'm going to hit up Sonic and get a double cheeseburger before True. I, and right before I go to bed, you know? True. And so it's like, I might be going to bed sooner, but I'm still like not treating my bo- my body kindly.
0: Um, so you're still adhering to the old adage that you can't eat right before bed, even well, if you're doing it, intermittent sure, fasting. Sh-
1: sure you can, but I, I'm not eating health, like healthy food or I wasn't. Hmm.
0: I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I think it is about quantity and the intermittent fasting aspect of things. Like you could,
1: for me, I'm just I'm not good at the oh, like just smaller portion sizes. Like for me, I have to be like all in and eat these granola bars instead of uh, a small fry and a small burger. Yeah, like I I know myself, so I just have to hold myself more accountable.
0: I'm trying to eat less colorfully, um, especially red. So, uh, marinara sauce for me, heartburn, it's gotten to the point now where like, I'm a, I'm a Domino's fan. I like Domino's pizza. And up until this point in my life, I could eat it. And then it kind of got to the point where it was like, okay, I can't eat this late because I'm going to suffer the next day. Right. So the other day I ordered one at, you know, five fifty six PM on a Sunday did not go well for me. I was up puking hmm. from 3 to 7 p.m., 3 to my, 7 a.m. I mean, my goodness. ended up getting real sick, like fever and all of this chills Wow. Uh, the next day. Um, I don't know how much of that I can attribute to the pizza, but I'm basically at the point now where I can't eat Domino's or yeah. anything with that type of red dye, red sauce, because mm. heartburn, it'll lay on my chest. Yep. It, it will wake me up.
1: Dude, yeah, I, I just get really bad indigestion. Um, And heartburn. So I've been eating like I had a salad for lunch today um, and then Subway for dinner. And I didn't even get like any sauces on my typically I would get like spicy sauces, but I can't do spicy food as much as I used to be or used to eat. um, Well, you and I both have that. I take a Meprazole like every single day of my life. Yeah, man. I'm on that Tums. I got a I got Tums in my desk drawer in my classroom. I got Tums in my car and Tums at home. How do you how do you sleep back side stomach? Uh, stomach. I know it's not good for you, but do I you
0: sleep on your stomach.
1: Yeah, bro. I can't sleep on my back. I can't fall asleep. Really? Yeah.
0: I have never been able to fall asleep on my stomach. Wow. You're like a junior varsity girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I feel like I've never heard men laying on their stomach.
1: I don't know. I don't typically. That's interesting. I have, I've never taken a poll. well i've been told by by doctors
0: that i've seen you know for for acid reflux or whatever the case may be that um i need to actually lay on one particular side or my back because if i'm laying i want to say it's like facing to my left if i lay that way it basically all the tubes (laughs) where all my food goes through Like like stopped
1: up well
0: they're open. Like I'm on the side where it could like pour back out. I know that sounds really gross. That's,
1: I mean, that's fine. You need to lay on the
0: side where it like continues to push it down your digestive. For me,
1: honestly, I just lose like circulation. Like if I'm on my side, like whichever arm I'm laying on, like will fall asleep quickly. Interesting.
0: I struggle with that in my, my feet and, I remember (laughs) walking up to see Grizz one time and she was like, Why are your feet so purple? (laughs) I was like, Shut up. (laughs) So that's been going a lot better since I've cut out a lot of coffee, actually. Good. So I'm down to my four or five cups a day, which apparently still shocks some of you, but
1: that's that's all right. Huge improvement for me. You're getting there, man.
0: And the stuff at work that they have is like mud, man. I'm like, It's like twice as thick as your cake up in the morning. Oh, wow. It's brutal. Um, last, last set of questions before we get out of here. Hit me. You, uh, you up on any of the impeachment stuff since that um, officially so, started.
1: So there was a trial today. Yeah.
0: And yesterday. Okay. Uh, all night. Really?
1: Yeah. Um, it's like officially tr- going on. Trump made a comment like they, they don't, or they can't say something rather because they don't have all the evidence. The white house has all of the evidence. Like, So part of the
0: part of the drama with yesterday and this this situation so far is they've been having to have this vote on whether or not they were going to admit witnesses and documents. Yeah. Um, And if so, when? And I think part of that I could be so wrong on this, but I think part of that is if they do admit some of this like third-party information, mm-hmm. it could give Trump and his team license to, like, drag Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, charisma uh, all of that stuff out into the open. Um, I'm not really sure what to make of all of it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I just know that the, the Democrat primary seems to be imploding somewhat. Like, Biden is not going to carry it. I feel like Tom Steyer is making a big push for it, honestly. Really? Yes. He's, like, in South Carolina— he went from like two percent to like fifteen or seventeen. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a huge jump. Yeah, so it's really gotten deductive in terms of these billionaires looking at, okay, maybe I don't have Iowa, but if I can, you know, place well within this particular race, because yeah. um, Bloomberg is still running, still running national ads, right. and you know, have you seen him on a debate stage no. or at a rally or anything? Nope. Like, what is he doing? I don't know. I'm not sure what to make of like his gajillionaire media by because um, I don't know that he actually wants the job per se uh,
1: it's not I mean just as of late it's not appearing that way
0: okay well that's the extent of my knowledge so um, okay. are you so are the CTA boys playing the night yeah you man got we, like 26 we play, teams
1: yeah so we are on the court in 22 minutes and we are playing Burton my oh snap my old stomping grounds oh snap so you're going so. for CTA though? oh of course <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, man.
0: best of luck to y'all. Uh, you got Thank any you. shout outs?
1: Um, just, you know, shout out to all the listeners. Again, shout out Meredith. I was, I was surprised to hear that you had been listening and that just means the world to me. Um,
0: I know. she. I remember at one point in my first startup, uh, we were three years in and she asked me, she's like, do you have like an email address that I, <laughs> I could send something to like or should I just Gmail you? And I was like. Carson at company name.com. like what do you think we've been doing for three years <laughs> Meredith like take an interest well <laughs> so shout out Meredith we're gonna put you on blast at the same time no Thanks you for are to us. I,
1: I have nothing but good things to say
0: I won't step on your rug <laughs> love you to death
1: <laughs> yeah
0: shout out Meredith uh, the whole family yeah congrats to Jason Garrett on new placement right uh, Mike Baker for copying all of my stuff
1: uh um, Joe button for copying all my stuff.
0: Yeah man, we're among good company so. That's right. All right y'all. Well, this is uh the 16th installment. You ready to just wrap it?
1: I am. I will be gone uh I will be gone next Wednesday. I will be what coming the heck? I will be coming I will be coming back from Seattle. I fly in that First
0: day. time, right? Yes. You got anything fun on the docket?
1: A lot of stuff and I will tell you all about it when I get back. All right. Well,
0: shout out everyone. Uh, all the shade. We love all of y'all. And yeah, uh, baby, that's a wrap for the weekly catch up podcast. We'll catch you up next time.